0: everyone and welcome to a very special-ish episode of Prospects After Dark. Hello, welcome everyone to the second birthday party, uh, the second birthday of Prospects After Dark. Uh, I guess we'll get the pleasantries out of the way. Thank you so much for giving me the will and pushing me to do this for the last two years. Uh, It all started with... Uh, Cardinals gifts pushing me to do it. Take the sweater off from Holy Shield. It'll come off, baby. Look at how beautiful it is. Look at how beautiful it is. Prospects After Dark. You can buy this over at Birds on the Black. Um, come drink with us. <laughs> oh, God, that's a, who. the Missouri new head football coach jokes are coming in. Uh, anyways, thank you so much for everyone for pushing me. Uh, you did it. You're here. Thank you, Ashley, uh, for pushing me to do this for the last two years. Sometimes I get into a little weird spot and it's hard for me to, to convince myself to assimilate with uh humanity but here we are and we're two years in and just thank you so much for everybody uh, all the pad people who have made this worth doing uh I, this would be fun to make special and amazing and whatever but uh, i'm a pretty bland and pretty boring person i don't necessarily believe in celebrating things uh so here we are right now first and foremost uh, our first uh, our first cheers and again look at this you can actually get a sweatshirt made with this beautiful 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 logo on it uh, over at birds on the black anyways Uh, To Adam Van Grack's son, our good friend, Caleb, we raise our glass uh, to the 10-year-old. Caleb, uh, I hope you're doing well, buddy. Happy birthday. We're all thinking about you. We think you're great. Uh, Way to keep fighting. And uh, you're the best. To the Van Grack family, to Caleb, happy birthday, bud. Thanks for celebrating with us. Uh, Let's see. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. Like We have uh, a Rule 5 draft coming up tomorrow. We have... The winter meetings, we have a lot of movement. Uh, we have roster stuff to talk about. Uh, what do we want to get into tonight? Uh, there's plenty to talk about. Uh, Let's fucking go, says Austin Stone. Farmer Vala says, congratulations. Thank you for making this our happy place. Yeah, you know, the, the goal all along with Prospects After Dark, other than to uh, not ever do it ever, ever again after the first episode, was to create an environment where everybody felt like their voice was heard. Uh, And could also have good, reasonable communication uh, in in a short period of time. Uh, uh, And in a quick, quick method. Look, I didn't know what was going to happen two years ago. And here we are, and we are part of an amazing community. So thank you so much. Um, A minute ago, Pat B., our good friend, Pat B., asked uh, for a Mateo Gill update. I don't have much in the way of an update uh, uh, other than what we put for his utility player ranking. We had him as the third best. Hey, what's up, Fish? Uh, we had him as the third best utility infielder. And again, he's a shortstop. He's a pure shortstop. That's where he, he fits in. But we were really impressed with the strides that the 18 year old made in the Johnson City for the Appalachian League, uh, Appalachian, Appalachian League, which is a combination of Appalachian and App- Appalachian, uh, in that league, in the Appy League, uh, he did really good and had, made great strides. Uh, there were some questions entering the draft if he, in 2018, if he was going to stick it short, it looks like he's going to stick it short. That's awesome. Uh, His bat still has a little bit of room to develop. His his fielding still has a little bit of room to develop. But he's a big boy that's muscular and strong, who has a really crisp swing. And I think that there's reason to believe uh, that there's a chance that he ends up being the prospect that we all thought Delvin Perez was going to be. I don't want to give up on Delvin yet, but everything is in the right direction for Mateo Gill. Uh, We're going backwards. Let's see what we got, fam. Uh, Caleb's the best, Adam. Uh, Happy two-year from S Kodak STL. Uh, why won't we get an impact bat and not named Dylan Carlson? Well, you know, I believe that Dylan Carlson has a chance to be an impact bat. The reason is simple. It's all about the finances. The Cardinals have about $160 million committed to next year payroll. Uh, depending on which website you're looking at, next year they have anywhere from $130 to $160 million committed to the year after's payroll. Uh, so I'm just going to say contracts, and I'm going to stop calling them bad contracts Uh, I, it's just pointless to get into that semantic. They're the contracts that the Cardinals have that they have to deal with. And there's ways to maximize them to get that value of it. Um, so that's what we're hoping. We're hoping to see, uh, they could still get an impact bat. I wouldn't quite rule that out. I just don't think it'll be conventional, uh, uh, like we assume it might be. Our good friend Luke Floosh says, hello, congrats. Hey, Luke. Oh, Jay David. What's up, brother? Congrats. You were building something that doesn't suck. And hey, that's something, uh, Ashley, funny. Uh, Would Rangers really part with Gallo? No, I don't think the Rangers are going to part with Gallo. Uh, If you're going to get Joey Gallo, first off, uh, he has like three full years of control at the very least. And one of those years is going to be super cheap. He's, he's an immensely talented power bat. They don't really have a reason to trade him unless it's in a deal where the other team is giving up so much that you have to say no to it. And I feel like we can all agree if there's one thing the Cardinals aren't going to do, and this isn't a criticism on them. I, I don't mean this as a criticism. I just mean it more as an observation. But if there's one thing that they're not going to do, uh, I don't think that they were going to trade uh, make a trade that involves them giving up more than they would be comfortable for or something that would just blow away a team. Uh, I think that they try to continue to do it. Ovulation link from Dennis. Dennis, by the way, your retweet with what the fuck made my night. Uh, Dennis, the other thing I want to say to you, and I don't get to talk to you very often, uh, our community, not the pad community, the birds on the black community, and even the Cardinals Twitter community is substantially better off when you're around. Uh, I, I think you're one of my favorite Twitter people. Uh, you're a good dude. I, you probably don't remember uh, Blogger Day a little while back. I got to talk to you. Anyways, I, I think you're a great guy, and I love having you around, and I, you make me laugh every time. You're honestly one of my favorite Twitter people. Sean Ewing says, the cards are as boring as they are average. Sign Puig and make this shit weird, at least. Yeah, you guys know where I stand. Uh, whatever it takes to uh, make it as super weird as possible. I uh, I am 100% on board, B-Love, rocking the pad shirt tonight. I love it. Um, I'm super on board with the weird. I love Yasiel Puig. I think he's a lot of fun. I think he's goofy, and I think he's crazy, and I think... His very presence in the lineup would ignite half of the fan base, and that would make Twitter Cardinal Twitter a lot of fun. Uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, uh, I don't know if the uh, – getting back to the original point about the Cardinals being average, I don't think they're average. I, I think they're above average. I-, I don't think they've gotten much worse from last year, even with the subtraction of Marcelo Zuna. But that all falls on the manager in the front office to optimize the lineup, and that's part of the intrigue of a baseball season. Uh, Martinez Hooked says, two years. I know, crazy, right? Uh, Hooks Bear says, on behalf of all Cardinals fans, thank you for Pad and all that work that comes with it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, again, I don't do anything that you aren't a part of. Uh, you're thanking yourself. Uh, it, it, we, the, the, Pad, the Pad family is a, symb- a symbiote. It's a symbiotic relationship. Uh, without you, I'm not doing it. Uh, it's, a, it's the old chicken or the egg conversation. Which one came first? Uh, I think we all know the answer to that. Ooh, leave you hanging because we don't know. Uh, B Love says, even in the finals... Can't miss a celebration. That's right, B-Love. Uh, B.R. Schiff says, why what are you Why are you wearing a shirt, Kyle? Uh, what we're doing is we're trying to show you this beautiful, this amazing Prospects After Dark uh, ugly sweatshirt that you can get over at Birds on the Black for like 20 bucks or something like that. I don't know how much it is. Uh, I already have one, but you should buy one, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and there are hardly any profits because we want to keep the price down. Uh, Jake Hassan says, hear me out. Cards get Seeger and Peterson. Dodgers get Lindor, Ponce, and Woodford. Cleveland gets Lux and more. Yeah. The Cardinals aren't giving enough to even make any of that happen. Like there's no way that Daniel Ponson and Leon and Jake Woodford are enough to even get either Seager or Peterson. And I, I like what your mind is with getting those pieces to those teams that aren't the Cardinals. Uh, but the Cardinals are only like, that's a lot of gold, uh, to put into your, your pot at the end of a rainbow, you know, uh, it, that's that, That's too talented. The Cardinals would have to give up way more to get that in a trade, even in a three-team trade. I love Daniel Ponce de Leon. I think Jake Woodford could be a serviceable major leaguer, probably out of the bullpen. Uh, but I don't – like, that's irrational to think. If, if you're going to get Seager or Peterson, you're going to have to give up something substantial, even in a three-team trade. Kay Sodak, STL says, yeah, sorry, I have faith in Carlson. I just – oh, no, I have a ton of faith in Carlson. You guys know where I stand on Dylan Carlson? I love that guy. You know, I think he's going to be an impact major league player for a very, very long time. Uh, I wasn't trying to say that. I'm just saying that, like, from a factual standpoint where everything is. Anyways, ignore me. I agree. Uh, In case there was any confusion, I do believe that Dylan Carlson is going to be a beast. Uh, Troy, my good friend Troy Poole, says, Congratulations on a great two years, buddy. Many more. Yeah, Troy, to you and Zach. Again, you and Zach, uh, Adam Van Grack and Caleb, uh, 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 Jay Ferg and his son. uh, You know, and I'm leaving out a bunch of others, but – just to show you how much of a community, a wonderful and beautiful community Prospects After Dark has turned into, uh, it's not just the people, it's their kids that are are, are a part of it. Uh, dogs, too, as we know. And you can't have an amazing community without that kind of stuff. Uh, so to Zach, to, to Troy, uh, all, all everyone, I raise my glass, my Prospects After Dark mug, and we're drinking four roses. I think from now on I'm just going to drink four roses uh, until a bourbon distillery uh, 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 sponsors this show. To everyone in Prospects After Dark, but especially Zach in Troy Pool. Uh, Red October Rand says, Happy Padversary. Hashtag Dennis, that's right. I love you, Kyle. I love you, Dennis. Uh, yo, dog. What's up, John? John Greco, another one of my favorite Pad people I've had the pleasure to meet in person. I love it, John. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Whitewater Attorney says, Does Justin Williams continue his hot bat? from the end of the 2019. And where is his place in the organization? Well, I think uh, right now, if the Cardinals are smart and they really are going to create opportunities for their young outfielders, their smartest move is to go to spring training with the intent of using all of those outfielders, giving all of those outfielders a chance. So entering spring training, I would hope that the Cardinals give him as fair of a chance as they give Lane Thomas or, you know, I want Tyler O'Neill to have a head up in this, but Lane Thomas or Harrison Bader or Randy or Rosarena. Uh, this goes for Jose Adeliz Garcia too, uh, Jose Martinez. I want them all to be grouped together. I want them all to have a chance to separate themselves from the pack if they don't add a bat. Uh, And that's where I think he is. And then after that, if he doesn't make the club uh, out of spring training, which I don't think is going to happen, but you never know. The Cardinals are insistent that they need another left-handed bat. Maybe they bring him up as a bench bat for that very reason. Crazier things have happened. But uh, then we'll have a better idea of where his position is in the organization if he makes it through the offseason. Heimer D says, do we extend Jack? Uh, So, man... Uh, how much money is it going to take to uh, extend Jack, A- especially with the expensive contracts? I, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, oh, boy, I'm so happy right now. I am so damn happy. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen with Jack. I think he's going to cost too much. And, you know, I hope that he doesn't – the only way I hope he cashes in with the Cardinals is if they blow him away with the contract. I want him to get paid uh, uh, for for how amazing he is. You guys know how this works. Uh, the happiest moment in my life uh, in the last couple – weeks, months has happened. Mr. Jason Hicks has entered our lovely, lovely chat to the the godfather of Prospects After Dark as we celebrate our two-year uh, uh, anniversary, to the godfather of Prospects After Dark, Mr. Jason Hicks, the queen of Prospects After Dark, Jennifer Hicks, and the uh, patron player of Prospects After Dark, Jordan Hicks. I raise my glass. Mr. Hicks, thank you so much once again for Uh, blessing us with your presence. I love you, buddy. Uh, It's great to know that you're in here. That really makes my night, man. That really makes my night. Uh, Pad, while studying is certainly something. Sorry, Pat B. It only gets weird from here. Luke Flush, our good friend, says, if nothing else, we improve your eyesight. Yeah, that's good. The only thing that's improved in two years of Prospects After Dark is that I can see with the aid of glasses. Amazing stuff. Uh, Coach Housley says, happy birthday, Pad. Now, who wants to trade me a Carlson autograph ticket for a winter warm-up? Yeah, uh, so somebody, Coach Housley, uh, at Coach Housley, H-O-W-S-L-E-Y. If you guys have a winter warm-up ticket uh, to get an autograph from Carlson, get a hold of that guy. Help him out. Uh, this community works wonders. Make it happen. Randall Rhodes says, I say carp decks for price. Uh, uh, pff, uh, I Yeah, sure, I'm about it. I, I don't think that Carpenter's likely to to wave a no trade. You know, I think Dex would in certain circumstances. I don't know if the Red Sox are it. Uh, the Cardinals are committed to Dex, 2. We all know that Mr. Schilt and uh, Mr. Fowler are, are very, very close, it appears, at least. We can all assume that they're very, very close. We don't know that, of course. Uh, and, yeah, but sure, if something like that would happen, it'd be amazing. The only issue with that is that the Red Sox are trying to cut payroll, uh, so they probably won't take on payroll in, in the in the way of doing it. Which came first? Kyle, obviously. Uh, I am the chicken. Costs are low because you all broke. Yeah, we're all broke. You're damn right, except Dennis. Dennis is not broke. Dennis has got money coming out of his his... His anus uh, Cardinals fan 22 says, I love how the cards know what they need, but are being patient. You know, it's funny. I thought entering this spring, this, this, uh, this offseason, that the Cardinals were actually in a good position to take advantage of a market uh, that had been dictated by the past two years, where if you just sat back and waited come February, come January, March time. And in, in the, the next year, you'd be able to get a deal. But right now, especially pitching uh particularly pitching, pitching, that's not the case, not the case at all. It's cost to get pitching, uh, and I think the Cardinals realize that now, and I think we're going to start to see them go in a little bit of uh, aggressive, aggressive sh- smart shopping mode uh, over the next couple of weeks. I, I, think that, I think that that's probably the next move, and I think that they thought that they'd be able to get Madison. I think there's a chance that they thought they'd be able to get Madison Baum- Baumgartner at their price, and I think they realize now that they're not going to be able to, and I think they're adjusting accordingly. Uh, John Greco. Well, Helsley and Fernandez play important pen roles. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we've been told that Ryan Helsley will go into spring training with a chance to be a starter, uh, along with John Gant and a million and a half other people. Gomber, uh, you know, all those guys. They'll go into spring training with a chance to be a starter. But yeah, look, I I think Gallegos, Fernandez, and Helsley, until Mr. Jordan Hicks comes back, uh, I think that they hold the bullpen down and they do it in an admirable fashion. Pat says, drink of the night, Red Bull. Yeah, if you guys are having your uh, – first off, to all my people who are doing finals and studying and libraries, uh, drink your Red Bull. Get them grades, boys and gals, and uh, let's get nasty. Caleb asks, how likely for Dylan Carlson making his debut this year and is playing regular at end of year? I think it's a 100% chance. You know, unless Dylan takes a huge step back, which isn't going to happen because he's too talented and too smart uh, uh, for it. Uh, yeah, he's he'll make his major league debut in or 2020, and if everything goes as planned, uh, I would imagine he's as close to being a regular by the end of the 2020 season as possible. Uh, but you know, I say that, but I also have faith that the guys that they have can also perform. Uh, I'll say it happens uh, at least the first part. He almost certainly makes his debut in 2020. It's just in what capacity is he playing at the end that I'm not sure. Uh, I, you guys know I love I have faith in Tyler O'Neill if he can stay healthy. I have faith in Lane Thomas. I think Randy is an important piece. Uh, I also think Harrison Bader could play an important role. I'm not ruling any of those guys out, including Justin Williams and Jag and Jose Martinez. Uh, I just, I am just like everyone else. I'm excited to see what Dylan Carlson can do at the level. What's up, Troy? You're the best, bud. Uh, oh, uh, C70, our good friend Daniel Shabta. Happy anniversary. Look forward to this still being going on after Alan and I do usual tonight. Oh, Awesome. Awesome. I hope, uh, again, if you've never checked out Meet Me Usual uh, with Alan Medlock and Daniel Shoptal C70, you got to do it. I used to be on that show every once in a while. I love being a part of it with them. Uh, they're going to record here in a little bit, which means it'll be available probably late tonight and early tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, they're both amazingly awesome people who I have nothing but the most affection for. And yeah, we'll probably still be going by the time you're done. Uh, might break a rule here, but remember when Cubs fans thought their future was Rizzo, KB, and Harper? Ooh, yeah, rough times, right? uh uh-huh. It's amazing how fast things have fallen uh, for the Cubs. And it's wonderful, isn't it? Hey, Victoria, how are you? Victoria says, happy pad birthday. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, thoughts on Astros already trying to reduce payroll with Cor- Correa. Uh, Carlos Correa, rather. Austin Stone asks, again, I, you know, I, I don't think that this is necessarily something connected to the sign-stealing venture. I've seen some people hint at that. I don't think that that's the case. I, I think that's a little overblown. Uh I think that it's not a bad move to make. Honestly, you know, you have Bregman, you can slide this short, and you might try to maximize one of one of your one of your people. You know, they believe in their measurement system for for success, and uh, I'd be leery of trading for him. I, I don't know, like, and not leery. I definitely would want the Cardinals to acquire him. That's not what I'm saying. But it makes me wonder, like, oh, wait, they're really trying to trade this guy? This is the guy that they're trying to trade? Like, what do they know? Uh, I mean, other than signs, of course, that they steal. But uh, what do they know that none of us know? Like, it would make me a little bit cautious. Uh, but, it, yeah, that, those are my only thoughts. Uh, dynasties fall when they're, when they're built from the bottom up like that. You know, when, when you know that you're drafting first overall and you're at the top of the, the international free agent market, like, this is kind of how it happens. And, you know, when, when you tank... There is an expiration date on it. We're we're finding out. Uh, And the Astros and the Cubs are in lockstep almost on the same timeline. That's more what I'm trying to say than anything, that last part. Uh, Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Josh? Uh, Hello, Pad Squad from Ethan Kluzer. What's up, Uh, uh, Ethan? How are you? Uh, Mr. Hicks, you're the best, man. You're the best. Uh, Coach Housley says, I have Gorman tickets to trade. Uh, There we go. So, again, Coach Housley, uh, find him on Twitter. Get in here. He has Gorman tickets. Uh, if you've got a Carlson ticket for winter warmup, he's going to help you. Steve Aller, our good friend, says, Tuning into Pad, surrendering to the naughty list this year. Yeah, look, everyone who's watching Pad right now, you know you're a, a, a hot-ass member of the naughty list. Uh, get your cold, boys and girls, and treat it like a dumpster. Let's see, Jordan getting his number 12. Uh, I thought you thought I didn't believe in Carlson to be an impact this year. My bad, miscommunication. Yeah, this is the kind of thing when you've got one maniac yelling at a camera from three feet away, uh, connected to his phone, and you guys get, like, 120 characters. Now, Mr. Hicks, uh, you said Jordan getting his number 12. Does that mean that Jordan is switching to number 12? I didn't see that. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I'll send you a link. It's a forum and post. Awesome, Ashley. Great job. Does Luke Vogt get paid? Uh, giving up his 45 to Cole. I'm sure that there's a little uh, extra something in his stocking for it. Yeah, absolutely. Although he's a really cool dude. By the way, uh, you guys know that I love the morning after here in St. Louis. It's on 590. Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, and Jimmy the Cat Hayes. I love it. Uh, A couple weeks back, Tim McKernan on the Tim McKernan Show, his podcast, had Luke Vogt on and it, Luke Voigt on, and it was incredible. It was a great interview. Uh, Luke said some really amazing things about finding his way out of the Cardinals organization. You should definitely check it out. Love that, Luke Voigt. A red October rant says, what does a trade for Arenado even look like in the sense of what do you think it would take? Uh, so if it is true that part of the reason why they want to dump Arenado is the, the amount of money he makes, then it shouldn't take as much as in, in prospects as you think, or as that we all would think. But the issue is for the Cardinals, they don't have a contract necessarily that would go to Colorado. Remember if the Cardinals are at $160 million, projected for the 2020 season they're not going to take on 35 million for arenado that puts them at 195 that's unrealistic it's not going to happen sure maybe they include carlos martinez and then that gets it down to 185 but even then i think that that's a huge stretch to expect the cardinals and again i'm not saying it's the right thing for them to do but that's a huge stretch to expect the cardinals to get anywhere near uh, above 180 I, I think it's a stretch to think they'd get above 175 but i think their absolute cap on themselves is right at 175 Again, it's not what I would do. It's, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just trying to look at this as realistically as possible. So from that, uh, you would ask the the Rockies to take salary in that case. I, I don't necessarily think the players are what we have to focus on. I think it's the monetary value of both, uh, 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 of really of Arenado's contract and whoever you're sending there. They're not going to send, uh, you, like in our minds, we think, oh, Carpenter for Arenado. That's not going to happen. That's just not something the Cardinals are going to do. Um, I, I don't know if necessarily that's something that, Colorado would accept either. They're just trying to get out from underneath the payroll. Uh, So I I, I really don't know. Thinking about Arenado in general, you're talking about probably three of your top six or seven prospects at the very least. Uh, And I don't know the Colorado system enough to really know what they would want. I think that they would try to identify pitchers that might have success uh, in Coors, whatever that looks like. High K pitchers. Maybe that's Ryan Helsley. Uh, Certainly isn't Dakota Hudson. And uh, try, to, try to go from there. But I, I don't know. I, it doesn't seem like a practical, a realistic fit. Uh, Josh says, let's get Ryu for four years. I'd love that. It's not going to happen, but I'd love it. And four years even for Ryu, who's a little older than I think we all realize, might be a little bit. John Greco says, I'd give Mad Bum 5-100 without hesitation. Uh, I don't know where I stand on the, on the Madison Bumgarner thing. I You know, I love the idea he makes the team better. I think he makes the team better for a couple of years. You know, I, I just, I, I see how these contracts go later on, and it concerns me. You know, you get past age 33, age 34, and it's a complete crapshoot. So, you know, he's going to get 5-100 somewhere. Uh, I would like for the Cardinals to be that team, but that's $20 million added to their $160 million-ish payroll. And uh, that doesn't seem realistic to me. Hey, Zach, what's in? Hey, it's my good friend Zach Gifford. I raised my glass. Zach is the best. Uh, Zach, you're the best. My bird's on the black brethren. Uh, hey, Lauren. Who, oh, who's Lauren? Is Lauren in here? Lauren up. Is it Lauren Bundy? Hey, Lauren. What's up? Uh, hey, Tara. Happy celebration. Tara and I, uh, last night, if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to Chirps. Uh, Tara was handicapped in dealing with me instead of Alex. But I thought Tara and I had a pretty solid conversation about the current landscape of the minor league contraction conversation. Although I blabbered on like an asshole for God only knows how long. And then I'm sure if you went back and listened to it, I didn't make any sense at all. Luckily, you have Tara to make sense of my nonsense. Uh, And uh, anyways, go back and listen to Chirps. And after you're done listening to the Chirps from last night with Tara and I, where we talk about Carpenter and the landscape of both minor league contraction and also this current free agent period, uh, go back and listen to her and Alex, because her and Alex are substantially better than anything that I could ever put together on my own or with anyone else, because I just bring people down. Trent Wilson says, be bold. Get Arenado. I know, uh, I know, ain't happening. Yeah, no, I agree. I would love for the Cardinals, just like last year, when Goldschmidt, when they traded for Goldschmidt, it energized the fan base. It polarized the fan base a little bit too, uh, but it energized the fan base. And I feel like right now, even though the Cardinals made the playoffs and made it to the NLCS, the fan base could use a little extra jolt. Uh, especially as it seems like every team around them uh, is making moves. Uh, let's see. Carp uh, was dropping in weight and strength, which sucks from Cardinal Span 022. This is not a kick on Matt Carpenter. I don't mean this next statement to beat up on Matt Carpenter in any capacity, but this is, this is who Matt Carpenter is. And I know that this is what we're hearing about now, and they're going to put him on a weight strength program and blah blah blah. But you know, Matt Carpenter has dealt with fatigue issues now for multiple years. Uh, this is something that isn't just new. The other thing is he has a back issue, like a lingering back issue. We've known about that forever too. I can tell you, as somebody who deals with back problems on a somewhat on a daily daily basis, somewhat daily basis, on a daily basis, that sometimes you got them, sometimes you don't, and when you got them, you can't do a damn thing. Uh, uh, so I think he's limited by that. But uh, get him strong, get him strength, and hope for the best. Again, I will uh, maintain that what we saw out of Matt Carpenter between August 4th and when he returned from the IL and September 29th when the season end, the regular season ended where he, he was a productive uh, major league hitter to the tune of a WRC plus of 115 is the template. You know, he played in 40-something games, 48 games, started 32 of them, was going up against righties, not getting too many at-bats against lefties. That is the, the, the new normal for Matt Carpenter and how to maximize that asset. Uh, Brian J says a Tommy fam, Luis Robert and Dylan Carlson outfield would look pretty good right now, man. Yeah. Talk about revisionist history. Andy pants. Hey, what's up, Andy pants. Why isn't Ben attending a Cardinal yet? Well, because the money that would be attached, uh, with David price is my guess. I, I think that finding that, that, that right, uh, deal there with David price. Cause the only way you're going to get Ben Attendee is if you take David price's contract, uh, uh, I think that making that deal happen is uh, an impossibility, uh, or at least close to an impossibility, because I don't know what, what the Cardinals would try to make it happen. Uh, I wish I had your job, bro. Oof. Yeah, come on. Get on Periscope. Do whatever you want. Like This isn't my job. This is just something I do for you guys and for myself that is completely free to the people. Uh, I do concrete for a living, and I don't think anyone would want to do that. But I get what you're saying, Trent, and I'm glad you're here. John Greco says, opening day outfield, O'Neal, Bader, and Fowler, Equals depressing. I don't think that's going to be the opening day lineup. I, I'm on board as saying that I, I'd be willing to wager everything. That unless it's a tough lefty on the mound. Uh, you're talking about Edmond in left. Bader in center. And Fowler in right. Uh, uh, but yeah. that's You would definitely. From a fan standpoint. Trying to get the most of your team. Unless again. Mr. Bader takes a huge step uh, forward. This offseason. Which could very well happen. Uh, you would be kind of depressed by that. But I am excited about getting O'Neill Or whoever uh, that isn't. And I, this is not a beat on Tommy Edmond. I love Tommy Edmond, but I just I'm anxious for one of those outfielders to get a chance in the outfield. Uh, Coach M says happy birthday. which young pitcher are you thinking could impact this year? Well, I, if we're talking about guys who haven't made a major league debut, the smart one to bank on is Jake Woodford. Uh, the Cardinals love him. He's gonna make an impression at spring training because he's the kind of pitcher that makes impressions in spring training. Uh, he's on the 40man, which gives him a clear cut uh, clear path to the, the major leagues. That would be my guess if I had to pick one of them. Uh, Cody Whiteley might be another one of the players that hasn't made a major league debut. But of the guys who have made a major league debut that still have their rookie eligibility, it, it, Ryan Helsley, Junior Fernandez, uh, those are my guesses. I don't know if there's really many opportunities uh, in the rotation. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but th- those are my guesses. Uh, good evening, sir, from Micah Harris. What's up, Micah? Uh, sup, Kyle from Daddy Petty. What's up, Daddy Petty? Caleb, are the specific prospects that you think are there specific prospects that you think might be on the trade block? I think that it is smart to assume that Mr. Andrew Kisner would be on the trading block, especially if the Cardinals have the intent of uh, re-upping Yachty past the season, which they do and they will and they are. Uh, I would almost guarantee that. Again, it's a guess, but I'd almost guarantee that. Uh, Kisner would be the first one that comes to mind. After that, I think the Cardinals would be crazy to trade any of their pitching. I think that they need them. And then other than that, you know, O'Neal isn't a prospect, so he doesn't count. Thomas isn't a prospect, so he doesn't count. Both of them have exhausted their minor league eligibility. I would think that both of those guys are on the block, which means that just, I think, ideally, they'd like to trade from their depth of outfielders. Now, I do think if they acquired a pitcher that they'd be willing to trade a couple of their pitchers, but I I think that that is, like, the most likely core uh, to to be moved. Micah Harris uh, says, Any chance we get Lindor or Kluber? I hope that the Cardinals are constantly in communication with Cleveland about Lindor. I don't have any feelings right now about Corey Kluber. I love the pitcher that he was. I don't know enough about the current pitcher that he is to have a feeling about it. Uh, I So I'll refrain from Kluber. I don't think that there's a chance to get Lindor, maybe like a 20% chance at most. But I do hope that they are continuously engaged with the Indians about the, the opportunity. Roy McAvoy says, what penalty will should the Astros get for the whole sign-stealing fiasco? Uh, for me... You know, they had to give up their—the Cardinals had to give up their first two draft picks, and they got fined $2.5 million for uh, Car- uh, Chris Correa, stealing proprietary information from the Astros. That is the absolute baseline. Uh, uh, I, I They're not going to make the Astros forfeit wins. They're not going to make them forfeit a championship. That's not going to happen, so you have to look at it practically. I don't know how much they can be fined. I thought that there was a cap. I feel like when we were talking about the Correa thing that there was a cap. Uh, they should definitely be hit financially to the cap of that and they should definitely lose draft picks uh they shouldn't be able to uh, they shouldn't be able to participate in the next international free agent signing period and they should definitely lose like first round draft picks for a couple of years uh unless it's proved that other teams were doing it just as atrociously atrociously as they were and then that completely changes the entire conversation i think uh Sodak says you're doing great man cheers to two more years to more than two years, uh, to all of my Prospects After Dark people, including Mr. Uh, Mr. Jason Hicks, who's in here. Uh, to my girlfriend, Ashley, who, in a roundabout way, I got to meet through Prospects After Dark. To my cousin, Charlie, who's in here uh, frequently. Uh, and to all of the PAD people, I raise my glass. Uh, to, to at least two more years of this, uh, as I tell you that this is the last time we ever do Prospects After Dark. I'm joking. we got more to go. Josh, if you're going to trade a ton of Prospects for Arenado, why not just sign Rendon? That's the question, and uh, I'm with you. And I look, I think I love Arenado. I'm not one of these maniacs uh, who are completely wrong to think Arenado is overrated. Uh, he is as rated as as he should be. I am worried about the last season he had, uh, and also I'm not a big fan of trading prospects. You know, the Cardinals will get a draft pick for Marcelo Zuna if he signs before the draft, uh, which could be interesting. Uh, I think that he signs before the draft, but I think he's asking for more money than he's going to get. Um, uh, anyways, uh, I, I, I would rather do that. I, I love Arenado, but I think Rendon is a smarter way to go in that particular argument. And again, I think that that argument shows us that it's not the kind of move that the Cardinals would make anyways. Uh, uh, Kate Wright says, I should be doing so many things right now, yet here I am. That would be pad slogan number 1,466. Uh, I should be doing so many more things, yet this is where I am right now to you uh, for putting your life off for prospects after dark. John Greco says, no reason the Cardinals shouldn't be at 170, 180. This is what I, look, I think that, first off, I think that the luxury tax threshold is too low. I think it should go up. It should be like 250 in my opinion. Uh, But I do think that there's reason for the Cardinals to limit themselves. So uh, what John Greco said is no reason for the Cardinals, no reason that the Cardinals shouldn't be at 175 or 180. And I agree with you, but I will say that I get why they do that. Uh, uh, especially entering the season because you never know what's going to happen. And I like that they keep themselves room because there's not a world where they're going to go over the cap. There's probably not a world where they're going to get close. But I agree, by the end of the year, the Cardinals should have uh, 175, 180 spent. Now, last year, and I could be wrong about this, last year it was projected that they'd have like a 162 or 163 million dollar salary. And when it was all said and done, it was 173. And part of that was the big bonus that Bueno got. Uh, but some of these guys have incentives and bonuses built in, and that's part of the reason why they, they keep it down from the 208. Uh, but I I agree. By the end of the year, they should be right around 180, and I don't know if that means that now or later, but that's that's it. Andy Pants. I was honestly refreshing to read the ownership acknowledge that Bush has been boring. Awesome. I didn't see that. That's awesome. I had a busy day of bullshit meetings today. Uh, anyways, uh, Cardinals fan, 022. Imagine if the Cards get a starter, the rotation with Martinez would be nasty. I think the, mar- the rotation... With Martinez, even if they don't get another starter, it's still solid. You know, there's still those question marks. Can Dakota Hudson continue to beat his FIP? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen the way it did last year, but it could happen. What kind of pitcher is Miles Michaelis going to be? Is he going to continue to be just like Adam Wainwright, where he pitches well at home and then struggles on the road? We're going to have to wait and see. What is Adam Wainwright? Uh, he pitched magically in the playoffs, pitched, had a great season as like a number four, number five starter, as a number five starter, if we're being honest. Uh, will you get that repeat? Is Jack Flaherty the first half pitcher? Is he the second half pitcher? Has he turned the corner? There are a lot of question marks in that rotation, but I think if c comes back and is anything like he's been in the past, uh, then that is a great foundation of a rotation. Uh, and you just hope that you don't get your typical spring training injury uh, like we've seen year after year. Daddy Petty says, Fowler, Edmund, Gorman, Kisner, Hudson for Nolan. That's a lot to give up uh, for 35 mil. You're not giving away any money there either other than Fowler's $16 million contract. Uh, that's, to me, for Nolan Gorman, and again, I love Nolan Gorman, but at his price, that is that is too much. And then you create a hole uh, with starting pitcher in Hudson and then a- another hole with Edmond. And the Cardinals aren't going to trade Tommy Edmond in that deal. There's no way. Uh, Dennis says, and an opening day payroll of 165 likely turns into a year end payroll total closer to 180. Exactly. Right on. Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, Ron Noddall says, Kyle, uh, where were you on bow ties and BS today? I had these bulls. Speaking of BS, I had this bullshit class slash meetings. I had to go to at work today. Uh, and it was everything. Like it was just a complete waste of time, Uh, such a waste of time and resources and money. And just so stupid. But, anyways, I was in class and I didn't even have my phone on me. I, I left it in, the, in my truck and uh, I, I didn't want to deal with it. So that's where I was, unfortunately. And I missed that. I missed doing bow ties and Bullshit for Two Birds on a Bat uh, uh, with uh, Jim Cromer and Moe's Algorithm. And also with Ron Nuttall, uh, he and Cromer uh, do an amazing show through Two Birds on a Bat. It comes out on Tuesday where they talk about uh, social media. Uh, It's amazing stuff, you gotta check it out. Whitewater Attorney says, DeYoung now 11 back and Jordan taking 12. See, I didn't know that, I didn't see that, I had no idea. Goes to show you I was out of it today. Uh, Days of Lore, hey Mark, what's up? Uh, Yo, what did I miss? You missed nothing, you missed the drunken rants of a bald bearded, glassed asshole uh, 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 saying shit that he doesn't even know what he says. but we're happy you're here. Cheers to Michael Walker. the 2013 postseason was magical. You know, his his ascent through the Cardinals organization was magical. His debut with the Cardinals organization was almost magical until Mitchell Boggs blew it. Um, Michael Walker had a tremendous, and again, it was injury plague with the scalpula, uh, but he had a tremendous career with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was a great first-round draft pick for them. And here, I will raise my glass to Michael Walker, uh, One of the most exciting prospects to watch come through the organization with his rapid ascent. Uh, one of the the bust onto the scene, uh, moments of my lifetime from a prospect to Michael Wacco. I wish that guy, nothing but the best of luck. I hope his shoulder holds up and I love that guy to him. Yeah, we're going to get drunk tonight. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Uh, Caden MW says, I hope that Rosenthal tweet about Rendon going to the angels actually happens for trout. I want them to get pitching. You know, I definitely think they could use, a lineup upgrade, but that team needs pitching. You know, it's not the lineup that's kept them out of the playoffs these last 100 years. Uh, it is the fact that their pitching is terrible. That They need better pitching. Stop it. It was awesome. You were great. Uh, Taren, I, 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 Tara, I honestly have nothing on you. You're amazing. Uh, Coach Housley says, I've read your piece. What's the ceiling on Angel Rondon? Look, I'm one to kind of uh, uh, undersell a prospect ceiling, you know. I, I think that we we invest too much in what a prospect ceiling is. What I'd like to know is what their most likely outcome is. You know, uh, to me, I think he can be a very, very valuable bullpen piece, a la John brevia I think that that's like his bullpen most likely role. He could be more than that uh, from a starting pitching standpoint. You know, I, I haven't thought much about it, but like someone like Zach Davies, I think he could be a pitcher kind of like that if he, if he continues to maximize his skills, maybe something a little bit more than that. Uh, Javi Guerra, maybe something like that. Uh, That's kind of like, if we're going to be realistic and honest with ourselves, that's what it is. But as someone who has watched his breaking pitch make rehabbing major leaguers look really fucking stupid on a regular basis, uh, I think that there's more in there. But I just think that uh, knowing what we know about baseball, knowing what we know about how hard it is to be a major leaguer, I think that that's like the most likely outcome for a player like that. Josh says, so far this offseason, I'm getting trade deadline flashbacks. Yeah, where everybody's kind of moving and the Cardinals aren't doing a whole lot and we know what they need. I get that. Uh, But I also don't think that the Cardinals roster is as bad as everyone else seems to. I don't think losing Marcelo Zuna is that big of a loss. And you guys know I love Marcelo Zuna. I love how doughy and wonderful and hilarious and powerful he is. But remember, like, his 29 home runs this year. And, again, he missed all of July with injury. So he would have had more than 29. But his 29 home runs on the season were, like, 58th in baseball. That bullshit that Manfred was spewing earlier today about the baseball, or Major League Baseball was spewing about the baseball, they're fucking lying through their teeth. We all know it. Uh, Anyways, uh, but baseball's changed. Like, 29 home runs isn't what it is. The 89 RBIs are awesome, but that's also about situations that you come up in with an opportunity to drive runs in. Uh, Yeah. I love Marcelo Zuna. I don't think it's as big of a kickback to lose him, but I, I get what you're saying, and I appreciate it. Ben Mazzara says, Hello, Angels trying to get Rendon done tonight. Good piece with Trout if it happens. I love it. Uh, so as long as they get pitching, they need to continue to get pitching. I think that's important. But go ahead, get get Rendon. I think that's awesome. But as long as it doesn't stop them from getting more pitching because they need more pitching. Uh, let's see. Let's get Arenado. That'd be awesome, Edwin Pavizic. Uh, I don't know how they make it happen. Uh, I don't really have an idea, but I would love to see it. Cardinals fan 22 says, kind of glad that we didn't get Mazzara. I, I'm torn on the Mazzara thing. You know, to me, when I think about Nomar Mazzara, uh, again, he's not Joey Gallo. He's not Jack Peterson. He's not an elite platoon left-handed bat. He's just a really, really good left-handed bat, and he is 24. J. David Reed brought that up in my, my tweets. He's right, 24. He's doing some amazing stuff at 24 that 24-year-olds in the Cardinal system uh, aren't doing at A or A. Great, great point there. You can't argue that. My concern with someone like Nomar Mazara is you have to commit to the platoon. And I don't necessarily think of that something that this organization would do. Uh, I think they put him in a position and consistent position where he wouldn't be able to maximize his skill as a left-handed bat. Uh, I would have liked to have had him. I think that the Cardinals had a prospect like steel Walker. Uh, I don't know who that prospect is. I say that, but like I would have been fine with them trading Jag for that. Now Jag isn't that Jag's older uh, uh, but, you know, like, somebody like that, I, I really don't know. They don't really have a prospect like Steel, Steel Walker, so I should probably keep my mouth shut. But, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen the Cardinals make that type of move because I don't think that the White Sox gave up much in, in regards to Steel Walker to make it happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I just want the Cardinals to get better. I don't know how they get there, and I don't know what it looks like. Edwin Pivisic says, What are some things that would happen before the Cubs trade Chris Bright to the Cardinals? Uh, the world would end. Um... I would uh, masturbate on this camera. Actually, that probably will happen, honestly. I just need clicks. Just give me clicks. No, uh, what would happen? Um, I would keep my shirt on tonight. I can tell you that because this shirt's coming off soon. I need an actual T-shirt, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, not a whole lot. I can't imagine there being a lot of things that wouldn't happen before the uh, the, the Chris Bryant to the Cardinals thing happens. Randall Rhodes says, think Ozuna is going to the Reds. Yeah, I'm cool with that. You know, I, I, First off, he's going to rake in that stadium, which is going to suck. We're going to look at that and be like, oh, fuck, what the hell just happened? Um, but yeah, I, look, I want Marcelo Zuna to go to a team where he can be successful and continue to be successful. But I got to tell you, uh, if I'm him, I'm going to the American League. I think that's the best thing for him. And I think any team that puts him on left field is at a disadvantage uh, with a left fielder, unless his arm is taking huge steps forward, uh, unless his range is taking huge steps forward. Uh, And maybe he has like a one-year bounce back where in 2020 he is a player that he looked like he was going to be in 20 after the 2017 season, but uh, it's not sustainable for him. What do you expect from Reyes? Uh, One thing we keep saying about the only thing we keep saying about Alex Reyes is we make no expectations. We refuse to have expectations about Alex Reyes moving forward. I refuse to acknowledge that he exists until he's pitching on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals in the major leagues. In the major leagues, I don't care if it's at Memphis or Springfield. I don't care if it's on a backfield in Florida. I don't care if it's uh, at Roger Dean. None of that matters to me. Uh, it'll be fun to watch, and I'm hoping for the best. But my expectations are that uh, uh, I will not set myself up for that type of excitement or disappoint- disappointment until it's actually happening. Happening until it's actually happening. Jason uh, Lore, I'm just here to say, start O'Neil and left. I'm all about it. You guys know where I stand on that. A run down close to going to the Angels. I love it. Break some news here on the second birthday of prospects after dark. Lindor going to be a Dodger. Ooh, yeah, that that seems too easy to be uh, to be true, but it's probably going to happen. Do you know if Ronnie Williams went to play winter ball? Yeah, uh, Mr. Hicks. Ronnie Williams is indeed playing winter ball. At least he spent a little time in there uh, down there. Uh, he was going to go down there. I felt pretty confident. Uh, I think I was told that. As a matter of fact, I could be wrong. And I don't know what's happened since, but I was told that he was going to play winter ball. Oh, uh, Adam Van Grack says, Caleb says, thanks for answering my questions and happy pad birthday. Let's go cards in 2020. <laughs> Again, Caleb, happy birthday. My, my, my birthday brethren uh, to you. Uh, you keep up the fight, brother. You're, you're a great and inspirational young man. Uh, we're so proud of you. Uh, uh, you're strong and smart and keep it up, buddy. Keep it up. Uh, and go cards in 2020. Uh, Travis White says, with Mazzara traded to Chicago, do you think any of their other outfielders might still be options? I don't. I really don't. You know, there. I don't think that there was any real chance. That they were. The, if we're talking about the Rangers, I don't think there's any real chance that they were going to trade uh, uh, Gallo. So, no, I don't think that the Rangers um, outfielders are any option. Willie Calhoun is really interesting, and I would not be opposed to the Cardinals trading for Willie Calhoun. Although – I'm going to make a blanket statement that is kind of out of the blue. I think Dominic Smith actually would be the easier route for the Cardinals. I don't know if it's the right route, but I think it'd be the easier route than Willie Calhoun, because Willie Calhoun seems like a hot-button name right now that you probably have to overpay for. Cardinals don't overpay for anything, so uh, that doesn't seem likely to me. Uh, But I would say Gallo for sure is a no. Calhoun is definitely on the block, I would assume, depending on what the return is. And then uh, 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 we'll see after that. Kyle Becker says, who is a big name? That's a realistic possibility for the Cardinals. Uh, you know, I think that there's a world where they can make that David Price thing work, but they have to be willing to take on salary that they haven't shown the willingness to be able to take on. So we're just going to have to wait and see. You know, that's a big name. Uh, he had a, a decent season last year where his FIP said it was better than his ERA. Um, he strikes out a bunch of guys. I love David Price. I think he makes the Cardinals a lot better. I would love to have him as a Cardinal. I You know, there's that romantic story about how he was at Busch Stadium for a Sunday night baseball game that was on ESPN and was tweeting about how much he loved being in St. Louis. And he didn't say he loved being in St. Louis, but he just talked about he took a picture and said it was beautiful or some bullshit like that. I don't remember what it was. There's a fun story there. You know, the Cardinals missing out on him uh, to the Red Sox. That's a whole little fun sub narrative. Uh, People love that kind of stuff. That's really cool. Wonderful. Whatever. Uh, I, I think to me. Uh, I don't know if it's the most likely because I don't think the Cardinals are in on any of like the most likely big names. I would like to think and hope that the biggest name that they would actually likely be in is Francisco Lindor, but I I don't think that they actually are. Um, We're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I would expect minor moves, really. Coach uh, Coach M. Poe says, Happy A-Day, which young pitcher would have best value in a trade? You know, I'm biased towards uh, Ryan Helsley, so I I can't say one way or the other. I think that the Cardinals would be smart to pursue a Dakota Hudson trade, see what that market looks like. They might be able to upgrade in some capacity, uh, including him in a deal. Uh, I would think that it's either Hudson or Helsley, honestly. Uh, And again, that's, I would probably say Hicks, but I don't think that Hicks, uh, uh, you know, because he's hurt, Mr. Hicks, you know, I love you, but because he's still coming back like, it's not a move that the Cardinals would make. I don't think the Cardinals would trade him. Even if he was healthy, I don't think they would trade him. Uh, but the answer to your question of, like, who has the most value, it would be hard to say anybody other than Jordan Hicks. A uh, solid punishment for the Astros would be forcing them to play half their games in Montreal. Oh, my God. Uh, to the Tampa Bay Rays, who will be spending half of their games in Montreal uh, in the very near future, I'm sure. What would it be? Send them to uh, – uh, uh man, you know, I love I love the United States, so I don't really – I was going to – Pick on, Make them play half their games in Alaska. How about that? Uh, sign David Freeze. Yeah, and then retire his number. Rendon to the Angels. Micah Harris says, it seems like Rendon to the Angels is something that's picking up steam, family. We're going to have to wait and see. The former Bala says, is Manfred Satan or does he simply sit on the right knee of Satan? You know, uh, I feel like, and I don't know what it was like when Gary Bettman took over as commissioner of the NHL, but I f- assume that uh, uh, the, the incorporation of... of uh, Rob Manfred into Major League Baseball was kind of a lot like what it felt like when Gary Bettman took over as commissioner of the NHL. Uh, That's because I hate Gary Bettman now, and he's the worst commissioner in all of sports. Uh, Manfred's knocking on that door. So that's why I bring that up, and that's why I feel that way. But uh, it's bad right now. And, you know, uh, to kind of give you an idea of where I'm at, I know that he had some questions to say. The, uh, from Ken Rosenthal, the Angels and Anthony Rendon have agreed to an eight-year, two hundred and fifteen million dollar deal. Oh wait, no, that is a uh, from Doctor Troop Lover. That is a fake out. That that uh, 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 cards gifts threat man. It's not his fault. Uh, that's fucking fake accounts on Twitter. Uh, I want to say one thing. One thing, real fast. If you're one of these jackoffs that uh, uh, create a fake account and post it on Twitter. Uh, uh, to try to like fool people, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, not just because of this, but go fuck yourself. It's going to happen. It'll happen soon enough. You're fine. Uh, anyways, ignore that news about Rendon Gifts. You're fine, buddy. Uh, let's see. Will Gomber get a legit chance to start in spring training? I think that all depends. You know, this goes for, for Gomber and Helsling and all of the guys, Ponce de Leon and Gantt and all that stuff. Uh, you're fine, Gifts. Uh, I think they'll all get a legit chance to start if Carlos Martinez can't stick as a starter. That's what I think. Uh, Thoughts on Benatente to the cards with Price. I love it, but again, and I I hate to keep... I love it, and I do think that there's a possibility of it happening. I just don't... Like, I don't have the belief, and the Cardinals' track record shows us that the Cardinals aren't likely to take on uh, $32 million in salary. So they'd have to shed salary, and they're not going to trade... Uh, they're not going to trade Carpenter. They're not going to trade Fowler. Both of those guys have no trade clauses. Maybe they move Fowler. Maybe that's a place Fowler would be interested in going. I doubt it uh, to, to, to waive his no trade. Uh, I just think that the financials of it make it near impossible. Hey, Quinn, what's up? Hey, uh, hi, Kyle. Finals week sucks, and Rendon is distracting me. I love this, guys. Keep feeding me information. John Greco says, I love Yachty and Wayno, but, man, I just see down years from both. The end is near, I'm afraid. Yeah, you know, I look, I uh, – the Cardinals are playing with house money with Adam Wainwright. I, I, I'm fine with them giving him $5 million. I'm fine with them saying, hey, look, you get another year. We're going to go year to year. I think that that's the way to go. I love Yadier Molina. In my mind, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, I don't like giving him a two-year contract extension. I think that's tough. I like to go year to year with him if possible. Uh, uh, the issue is, and this has always been my issue with Yadier, uh, is that it'd just be nice if maybe they had a plan in place with how to get him rest uh, to prolong his career. I don't have any faith that Yadier Merlina, like I don't have any faith that Yadier Molina is ever going to be bad. I just, he's been so good for so long. I thought he'd be bad in this extension part of his contract. This three years that he got, Uh, you know, coming on two, two years ago, uh, I thought he'd be bad in this. I mean, it didn't happen. So uh, give him however long he wants and let him play. But yeah, eventually the end is going to come for Adam Wainwright. And just the fact that he hemmed and hawed about coming back makes me a little worried about where he thinks he is physically. Uh, Rendon soon to be an angel Travis White says what do you think about the free agent contract so far will it push the Cardinals to the trade market I think that it doesn't change anything about what the Cardinals were planning to do this offseason you know their plan all along was to wait to see how the market developed and and, and attack from there I think they had a price that they were willing to give Madison Bumgarner and I think that the price exceeded him Uh, I think that they're probably toe deep into the trade market anyways and they're just looking for whatever value they can get Look, they are bargain shoppers. They're, they've been very, very vocal about being bargain shoppers. It doesn't mean they won't take on a $15 million contract or $20 million with the contract, even if I don't think they will. It just means that they're going to stay uh, bargain. Uh, uh, they're going to stay bargain shoppers. So I, I don't think it's going to change. I want a 70-30 split for Yachty Kiz. I agree with you. Uh, I've got a whole thing about what to do with this 26-man. I, I think that you can have Kisner and re-signing Weeters. And then you can use them to pinch hit and get plenty of at-bats and also be Yachty's pinch runner and then play late in games. Uh, but I uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Ethan Kenimer says, Do you see the Cardinals signing anyone or trading for anyone? If so, who? Well, I'm sure they'll sign someone, and I'm sure they'll make a couple minor trades. Like, you know, expect trades like Patrick Wisdom for Drew Robinson. I don't think they're going to trade for any uh, flashy name unless that player is Francisco Lindor, and I don't think there's a realistic chance they're going to trade for Lindor. I just think Lindor fits the left-handed bat at a relatively cheap cost, uh, as compared to other options, I, I think that's the most likely. The problem with guys like Price and Arenado is they make thirty-two plus million dollars, and it's hard to make it all click. So I don't expect something like that. I do expect small little trades here and there. The Cardinals have done a really good job of manipulating their forty-man rota- or forty-man roster with moves like that. Um, they'll sign a relief pitcher or a starting pitcher. They're, look, I would be willing to bet everything that the Cardinals bring in another another player with the ability to both relieve and start. I don't know who that is. It might end up being Tyson Ross again. God only knows. Uh, but they'll sign somebody. They might make a minor trade here and there. I just don't think it's going to be anything of substance. Edwin Pavizic says, I really want Carlson to be our breakout stud. Yeah, me too. Uh, to Dylan Carlson, to Jeff Carlson, we raise our glass. Here's the hoping that 2020 ends up being uh, the, the, the 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 happy new year. Welcome to the major leagues. You're really blowing us away, party for Dylan Carlson. I'm coming out. I want the one to know. Kind of black Sarah says, happy two years, foo. What's up, kind of black Sarah? How are you? Look at them glasses hiding those twinkling eyes. That's right. Kinda of black Sarah. To you, kind of black Sarah. I raise my glass. My eyes be twinking, gara. Counter Capel eagle equals Steel Walker. Uh in our in our wildest dreams, not even close. Not even close. It's another player that's a kick above Steel Walker. Hey, from Tyler Thurman. Hey, Kyle, Simone's form sucks ass to deal with, so I'm sorry you work with concrete. (laughs) You get it. See, you get it. I love it. Uh, To Tyler Thurman. We raise our glass. He knows what's going on. The current Cardinal situation is based on hope. I hope Carp, Dex, Bader all have better years. Yeah, it seems like the Cardinal's entire philosophy is based on hope. Hoping for the best. You know, they, 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 it's not that they it's not that they don't spend money. They have weird ways of spending money that make it tough to judge how they're spending money. Uh, well, to que- it makes it easy to question how they're spending money, at least. Um, but yeah, even last year, you were hoping that you were going to get the same year out of uh, Paul Goldschmidt. You were hoping that Marcelo Zuna would bounce back. You were hoping you were going to get the, the, the two strong months uh, out of Matt Carpenter again. You were hoping Fowler would bounce back. But, you know, I think that that's probably prisoner of the moment fandom. I feel like if you were to step back from it, you would see that that's probably how all fan bases are and how all organizations are. Uh, It's just that we definitely feel it as a fan base. Kind of hot. I like it. Uh, Why don't the cards hire you as a consultant? Because I'm a complete blathering idiot who likes to get hammered in his living room. span 22 says... Uh, Eddie Rosario would be a nice pickup. Yeah, again, that's a, you know that's not a minor deal. That's a little bit more than a minor deal. It's not a major deal. But yeah, I agree. And that seems to fit the kind of mold that the Cardinals have been trying to work to create at the minor leagues, but that they also have huge erections with uh, coming semen out of. Uh, Jake Aaron 11 says, Bumgartner and Keichel, I feel like... Oh, God, I knew that that was going to happen. Scroll to bottom. Scroll to bottom. Oh, we lost the, uh, the thing. So uh, Keichel and Bumgartner seem like a Cardinal move. You know, uh, the thing about calling Keuchel a Cardinal move is they could have got... Uh, uh, this is the question. Jake Aaron says, Bumgartner or Keikel? I feel like the cards really need a lefty in the rotation. I, uh, I'm not the person to talk to about that. The only thing that I believe is the Cardinals need the best available players possible. I think the lefty in the rotation thing is the weirdest obsession of fans. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, uh, Bumgartner and Keikel, sure, they'd both be upgrades potentially over what the Cardinals have. The Cardinals had a clear shot of Keichel, and they didn't even knock on that door. We heard those uh, comments from Keichel uh, uh, during the playoffs. Uh, so that's not going to be likely. I do think the Cardinals are pursuing Mad Bum. I trust Derek Gould in that. Uh, I love Derek Gould. I trust him. Uh, I just don't think it's a realistic thing that's going to happen because I think he's going to get paid. So let's see. If Ronnie Williams made one appearance in winter and stopped, I uh, don't know why. Yeah, sometimes that happens in winter ball. Sometimes they go down there. They get a little taste. My guess is that he probably wasn't successful, probably had a velocity dip uh, more than likely because he wasn't pitching competitively and the Cardinals pulled him. When is Gomber back? Uh, From what I understand, uh, uh, Gomber will be back at the beginning of spring training. He'll be ready to go. love that Austin Gomber. We're pulling for Austin Gomber. You know, he's good against righties too. And with the three batter minimum, I've got to think that that gives Austin Gomber a chance to at least be a bullpen piece for the Cardinals moving forward. Uh, uh, you know, I worry about Tyler Webb against righties in the long term. I love the season that Tyler Webb had in 2019. I just think that Gomber's better suited that for that in the long run. How are you so knowledgeable? I'm not. I'm bullshitting my way through this. Uh, Eric LC says, "Why trade for Price when you could get Bumgartner for the same price? You could get Bumgartner for cheaper than Price." Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It's this is a great point, something that I hadn't thought about. Eric LC. So cap tip to you. We raise our glass to Eric LC. But the Bumgartner price thing feels a lot like Arenado Rendon. Like why trade for price when you can just sign Bumgartner? Why trade for Arenado when you can just sign Rendon? Uh, It's a great question. I wish I could give you like a full on thought about it. Uh, Fake Twitter account. uh, Fake accounts are annoying. Yeah, I agree. Carlos Martinez trade value. I'm probably in the minority, but that's who I want to send out. I am not about trading Carlos Martinez. You're talking about trading him at the bottom of his value, especially coming off of off-season surgery to remove some bone spurs or clean up that shoulder or whatever the hell it was, or elbow. I don't even remember at this point. Probably at the bottom of his value, and this is not when you trade him. Uh, I know that there was a report today that no one has called the Cardinals about Carlos Martinez. I'm fine with that. Uh, My guess is that the reason no one has called the Cardinals about Carlos Martinez is they know they're not going to trade him. Something going on with Rendon not answering my calls from Randall Rhodes. I love that. Uh, Coach Housley says, would Seamart, Kisner, and one of our outfielders be enough for land Lindor? For two years of Lindor, I think, you know, I maintain that the only way to get Lindor is, is Paul DeYoung. You'd have to incorporate Paul DeYoung. I think Paul DeYoung and Seamart probably get it almost close to being done. Uh, you throw Kisner in, I don't know what the, the catching situation in Cleveland is, so I'll refrain from that. Uh, but I would think that Seamart and DeYoung get it done. Seamart, Kisner, and O'Neal would probably get it close, I would think. Uh, uh, But I would imagine that the asking price, especially with the Dodgers involved, uh, with the Dodgers' deep system and ability to trade really anything in the process, uh, makes it tough to just, like, get by with what makes sense. Cards, yeah, with Edwin Rosario being mentioned to Marlins, am I wrong for wanting him? Four-hole left-handed. I don't view Eddie – like, Eddie Rosario uh, uh, had a great 2019 season. I don't know if I view him as, like, a prototypical number four hitter. Again, you look at his stats, but – I also think that Marcelo Zuno was highly aided by the big ball, the big ball, the, the aggressive ball in 2019. And again, Major League Baseball sent out those stupid comments about what the baseball was. Ignore them. Ignore them because they're full of bullshit. You don't need to look any further than what happened when the ball, when AAA started using the Major League ball and the numbers went through the roof. Uh, and Double A didn't and their numbers didn't go through the roof. It's the baseball. Uh, they're covering themselves. Uh, because they have affiliation with Rawlings and Rawlings makes the baseball and they're fucking lying to you and that is a promise. Uh, But yeah, I like Eddie Rosario a lot. I think he'd be great for the Cardinals. It seems like a good move there and I hope that they get aggressive about it. Uh, uh, Hey, Ryan. Ryan says, congrats two years scotch bottle on me, bro. Uh, Oh, and let's get free to add some much needed bat. Uh, I don't, again, uh, first off to you, Ryan, a lot of you don't know this. Ryan is one of the kindest, nicest people I've had the pleasure of meeting through Prospects After Dark. Uh, Uh... uh, and Ryan has given us some pretty expensive bottles of Scotch. Oh boy, there's two things that are about ready to happen. A uh, three, actually, as I look at the next person, and uh, I, I just say that uh, to Ryan, I raise my glass. Thank you, Ryan. Now the next person, Matthew Trueblood. I am really happy that Matthew Trueblood is in here. Check him out at Baseball Prospectus. Uh, Matthew has become one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. He had a great interaction with you, Darvish today, uh, that made me laugh hysterically while I was driving my vehicle almost into the median because I was laughing so hard. Anyways, uh, I really enjoy Matthew Trueblood. I uh, I am privileged and excited that he's a part of the sh- the, the prospects after dark right now, uh, and I I just want to say, Matt, thank you for being here and thank you for doing what you do and. Keep up the great work, man. You're a blast and you're wonderful. And uh, I, I don't, getting to say it vocally means a lot to me instead of just tweeting it. So, you know what I mean. But what Matthew Trublet says, never wrong to love Eddie Rosario. He'll frustrate the shit out of you, though. Which makes him a perfect candidate to be a St. Louis Cardinal. Hold on one second. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear prospects after dark. So, Ryan gave me this. And this is a McAllen. Triple cask matured uh, scotch. And uh, uh, I have drank a lot of it, as you can tell. Uh, We're just gonna go ahead and get right into that tonight. We might as well. Uh, We're gonna need another glass for that as we celebrate our second birthday. So uh, come with me. What do you say? Yeah, come with me. All right, so here's what we're gonna do, fam. Uh, Let's see. Hooks Bear says, our fan base needs to realize the kind of wishful thinking. Not a strategic plan. Yeah, well, I think the fan base realizes it. I just think that the fan base isn't happy about it. You know, that like I get it. Ooh, blues, blues glass. Oh my god. Um, like, uh, and I get not being happy about it. But all we try to do is talk about the reality of the situation with the St. Louis Cardinals. Like, I feel like that's one thing that I offer that maybe other people don't. It's just the reality of the situation in a very frank and. Uh, not necessarily judgmental way. And I think that that's the reality of the situation with the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, they're not going to to take on $180 million unless $180 million is granted to them by the United States government, uh, which isn't going to happen. But I get your point, and you're definitely right. Uh, let's see. Fly the L says, is Coach Eric in here? I heard the Cards won the Central. Oh, God, that's fantastic. Oh, my God. This stuff is amazing. I, Ryan, I can't tell you how thankful I am. This Macallan blew my socks off. And if I get another bottle, I've been playing coy by not wanting it because I feel weird about gifts, as Ashley will tell you. Uh, but uh, I'm going to give to the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup uh, and also to all of my pad people. As we take a sip, a deliciously beautiful slip of this 15-year uh, uh, single malt scotch, I raise my glass to all of the pad people celebrating our second birthday together. Uh, you're amazing. Cards Fan. oh, my God. Cards fan. 022 says, the Reds could be potentially a threat. Yeah, yeah, I thought that the Reds were going to be a threat last year, and they performed about as well as we all kind of thought they would. You know, right about the 500 mark, uh, an acceptable, uh, acceptably near the 500 mark. And, uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to work to get better. So here's the hoping that happens, especially as it seems to me like the the Brewers have taken a step back. I like it when the Central is competitive and when all the teams are fighting with each other. I love that. John Gricko, uh, Goldie in slow slow decline. 275, 30, 85 is what I'm expecting. 275 would be like, what, 15 points higher than the batting average he had in 2019. So that's a step in the right direction. Four less home runs, 85 RBIs. Remember, RBIs depend on what's happening in front of you. So I'm not too concerned about, like, the RBI guess. Uh, But I wouldn't be surprised if he hits 275. I think you're talking about a guy who rebounds from last year. He had like a 116 WRC plus. I think you're talking about 120 to 125, uh, uh, probably 30-something home runs and 20-something doubles. I want to say the 2014 season by Matt Holiday is a good template for what to expect out of Goldie. Just reverse the doubles and home runs number. Because I want to say in 2014, Matt Holiday had 36 doubles and 21 home runs. I think that number switches which means that his uh, on-base plus slugging will be up. His slug will be up, but I also don't think he's going to have the patience that Holiday showed. Uh, He's going to have a good season. Drew Hessler says, anybody trying to play me in the show after this? (laughs) Ah, there we go. Get up together with Drew Hessler make it happen. Oh, Sweaty Teddy says, hey, uh, sorry I'm late, but happy birthday. Happy birthday uh, to you too, uh, Sweaty Teddy. Again, if you're watching this, you're part of the resistance. We tell you to hunt happily after the end of every show, but it is also your second birthday too, even if you haven't been here since the beginning uh pat is a community we celebrate this birthday together and uh uh thank you so much for being here jimmy fleming 50 says i'm back for the first time in way too long jimmy fleming welcome back to prospects after dark uh i'm actually we're gonna save the 15 year mckellen uh i'm gonna raise my glass of uh four roses and say to you welcome back to all the pad people welcome back Uh, J. Frank, the tank says, glasses, what the hell is this? Uh, it is what happens when you get so old that you're afraid that you're damaging your eyes, and it's embarrassing, and here I am with my black horn rim glasses, uh, without the cool skull and crossbones in the middle, like, uh, the wild thing Vaughn. Coach Housley says, report Garrett Cole just purchased the Boston Red Sox, Yankees win. That's a great, that's a great tweet, uh, a, a great text there, I raised my glass to that. Uh, sweaty what he says. If he takes us to the bathroom, oh my God, I will take you to the bathroom, boy. Uh, yo, I steal a cup of Joe. I love that I steal a cup of Joe. Uh, again, I'll raise my glass. Joe, you're you're the best. Joe and I were in comunicato communi- via uh, text earlier last week, and Joe, thank you again so much for what you offered me, and I cannot wait to make our exchange, my friend. Uh, and and thank you for letting me call you, my friend, there for a second. Uh, even though that I, I do, I'm not worthy of being your friend. And also, to one of the halves of the babies of Prospects After Dark, uh, Jaden, who, by the way, man, keep posting those pictures of Jaden. What a good and sweet kid. It comes across those pictures. Uh, and congratulations again to you and your wife, because you guys did an amazing job. Uh, so to, to you guys, uh, just you're great. Thank you. Uh, Jay Frank the Tank says would blindly vote oh, blindly speaking of not being able to see Jay Frank the Tank would blindly vote for candidate who gets 180 million dollars uh, cards if I'm being honest yeah look I'll run I'll run for office uh, here in St. Louis as the mayor of St. Louis and I will say that my my platform is I will do everything I can to push the Cardinals to get their payroll to 180 and I bet I get elected that's a great point so look out Lida uh, Cardspan022 says, if the young gets enough rest, average will go up and strikeouts will go down. Uh, that is something that I've talked about a lot during Prospects After Dark. It's something we've talked about a, a, a lot in every capacity. Uh, also on Two Birds on the Bad podcast, Bow and Bullshit on Wednesday. It's something we've talked about a lot. The Cardinals used and abused Paul DeYoung. Uh, uh, and just getting him a little bit of rest, like one extra day every 15 days, would serve him well, and they have Tommy Edmond, who's capable of playing short and doing a good job there, too. He's not just some schmuck at short. He's better than Greg Garcia was, and they didn't have a, any problem running Greg Garcia out there. He's better than Daniel Descalso was, and they didn't have any trouble running Daniel Descalso out there. So you might as well run Tommy Edmond out there, get a really, like, real bat out there, and also get Paul DeYoung a, a day of rest once in every 15 or 20 days. Uh, I agree with you. I I think the strikeouts go down. I don't think it's a substantial amount, but I think it's enough to make a difference. I think the power goes up. I think the average goes up. I think the on-base percentage goes up. But he needs rest. You know, he also took a ball to the wrist last year. The guy gets hit in the wrist fucking every day, it seems like. Uh, And I just want him to get healthy, and I want him to perform, because I like Paul DeYoung. He's one of my favorite Cardinals, and it's cool to see. Hey, Eric Thomas, what's up, buddy? Uh the days of lore I've got to head to a holiday party and drink free whiskey keep up the solid work Kyle happy birthday uh, to you days of lore thank you for being in here on a wednesday i am really really happy you could be in here uh and happy birthday to you too again i'm going to say happy birthday to everyone uh, who says that about pad because it is just as much your birthday as it is mine uh to the to mark lore and all my pad people B Rick 4 says love you i love you too B Rick 4 uh we're one in the same. I wouldn't drink McKellen for me either. Ooh, oh, man, I love McKellen. Signed Rourke for a year. Bad news, Joe. Uh, Tanner Rourke was Rourke was signed earlier in the, uh, this, the day for two years at $24 million. Uh, uh, sad stuff, man. Sad stuff. Wait, Rendon signed? Holy crap. Now, uh, I don't know if it's official, but it seems like Rendon is headed to the Angels. Uh, the thank you for letting me call you my friend there for a second episode. Hilarious. What the fuck? Why is the shirt still on? Uh, I'm excited for Lane Thomas from Ethan Klusner. Yeah, me too. Uh, I really am. Mad, bum, or bust. All right, so we are at the end of the questions. It only took an hour and 15 minutes to get through them. Here's what I'm going to do. The first thing is I'm going to do is I'm going to take my glasses off. The second thing I'm going to do is take my shirt off. Yeah, that's right. Shirt's off. The Cardinals haven't done anything good, but the shirt's off. The second thing we're going to do is we're going to take you on a journey. Light on. We're going to take you on a journey into my room. Because I've got to put a t-shirt on, and uh, I am fucking sweating. We're going to put, let's see, this is what my closet looks like, family. This is almost like a tour of Prospects After Dark. I'm going to put the Haley Circus t-shirt on. Uh, I'm a big fan of Nightwing from DC Comics, and that's the Haley Circus t-shirt. Light off. Boom. Oh, spin move underneath the blanket thingy. Uh, Boom. Jackpot. We did it. Oh, my god. I'm going to stand up and show you my sexy fucking disgusting hair, and my disgusting nipples, and my disgusting man boobs, and my disgusting chest. And I'm going to put my Haley Circus t-shirt on. And there we did. We got the shirt on. We got the shirt off. We got the shirt on. Glasses back on. 109 viewers, come at me. Uh, Mad bum or bust. I don't think it's a reality, but sure, I would love it. Make the Cardinals better. I don't care what it takes. Uh, Coach Housley. Hold on. we got to adjust the camera. Uh, real fast. We'll get to that, Coach Housley. I want to say one more time to my cousin Charlie, who I don't think is in here tonight. Uh, he sent me this bobblehead, and this bobblehead is one of the happiest moments that I've had in the last couple years, and I love it. And there's the bobblehead, and it's me of me squinting, and I don't squint anymore. So one more time for Charlie, I'm going to squint and do the, some of this. I love it. That's all I got. I don't know what else to say. Uh, all right, let's get our shit back together. Coach Housley, pad crowd hangout at Winter Warm-Up. Who says no? Not me. Uh, I usually don't go to Winter Warm-Up, but I will say that if you're in town, and this is maybe something I should talk to Card's Gifts about because I don't think he comes in Winter Warm-Up, but I would love to do a Prospects After Dark meetup uh, at Winter Warm-Up and uh, uh, we'll let you know. It is something – got to have somebody be on me about it. Like I've got to have somebody continuously hound me about it because I'm the worst and uh, uh, I need somebody to hound me. Gus Sports says, Rocky's dangling Arenado and open to offers for anyone. Uh, B- Blackman, question mark. Yeah, you know, uh, look, I love Charlie Blackman. I, I would have liked him a couple years ago. He had another good year this past year. I just, it's all about timing with me. And I feel like a jackoff for saying it because I do still love Charlie Blackman. I- and I would be open to acquiring him if I'm the same as those Cardinals. And I think it makes the Cardinals better without a doubt. I just, I think about it and I think, why can't this stuff happen two years ago? But yeah, the Cardinals would do well to inquire what the cost is for sure. Uh, Josh says, someone give me numbers. I'm a 36, 24, 36. Uh, let's see, J Frank the Tank says, personal question. I took a new job, my first. As a warehouse manager, I value your input. Jay Frank the Tank, I don't know what you're asking. Uh, I will tell you congratulations on accepting the job, uh, both getting a job and both being a manager as a, at a warehouse. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm happy for you. Good work. But my question is, what, what's, your, uh, what's your question? What I will tell you, uh, just a little unsolicited advice as a manager, uh, never stop being yourself. You know, never stop being your work self. Never stop being the person that you are. Uh, I am a foreman of a concrete crew. I've been doing it now for almost four years. And it wasn't until like the last year where I started just being myself on the job that I got the best results uh, and that I felt the most comfortable and things went the smoothest. And it was because I was myself, and I wasn't trying to force shit on people. And, uh, you know, that's the, that's the difference. So just be yourself, and you'll get the best out of your situation. Josh says, uh, there's a room behind the pad poster. Believe it or not, yeah. Uh, Benger says, good answer. I think it was about my shirt. Ala Moses says, woot woot, I joined just in time. Hi from Atlanta, you handsome beast. Charlie, did you see me? I had the bobblehead out, and I was doing the bobblehead thing, even with the glasses off. Although, that's, I think that that's technically April. Uh, But either way, to April and Charlie, I'm going to raise my cousin Charlie and his girlfriend April, I raise my glass of 15-year McCallan, Highland Single Malt Scotch to uh, family uh, 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 and extended family, I raise my glass, Charlie, uh, and uh, I'll pass your greetings along to Charlie from from the lovely and talented April. To you guys, uh, thank you for being a part of my family. That's incredible. Randall Rhodes, uh, do a pad live at a bar. What a disaster. The hounding harassment will commence. Uh, Stu Styles retweeted it. One thing I want to say, and I feel like a jack off, but I know that the, uh, first off, Stu is amazing. And he has his scorecards up, uh, up for sale at Birds on the Black go Check those out. I also want to say Jeff Niehaus has been in here this entire time until right now when I'm about ready to say this. And I love Jeff Niehaus. Man, I, and I, I made a point to recognize everyone who's come in here. And I didn't recognize Jeff. And uh, I love Jeff Niehaus. Fly the L. He does amazing uh, uh, video work. He's just a good guy. And he's in here all the time. And I, I feel guilty for not acknowledging him. But to Jeff Niehaus and all the people that I mentioned, Stu Styles, uh, you're, you're the best. Thank you so much. Helm Sammy says... I want to see the young outfielders Lane Thomas, Carlson, and Randy for a period of time. Uh, that's how you uh, use your talent. Yeah, you know, one thing I've said very, very frequently is I would very much like for the Cardinals to get into the habit of making all three of the outfield spots. Jeff, Jeff Nehouse is back in. Jeff, look, I just want to tell you that I'm so thankful for you being a part of the pad community. I'm grateful for your your, uh, graphic design work, your video work. I think you're an amazing dude. I love that you're in here all the time. I love that you gave the little super hard thing. I don't even know what that does or what it means or whatever. Uh, But I'm just so thankful for you being part of our pad community, as I am Eric Thomas uh, and everyone else. But I just wanted to give you a special thank you. And I agree with what uh, uh, Sammy Helms is saying, that I think the Cardinals would do well to make all three outfield positions open and see what you can get out of uh, – any of the outfielders on the roster. Make it open. See what you can get out of them. Don't give center field to Bader. Don't give right field to Fowler. Don't give left field to O'Neill. although that is something that I would do. Make them all fight for it and get the best out of them all. Uh, Colin Dunn says, hey Kyle, going to catch up on all of this archive tomorrow. Wanted to drop in and say thank you to you, Colin. I raised my glass. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy second birthday of Prospects After Dark. Let's see, Jay Frank the Tank says, oh, brain fart, I mean, what advice do you have for starting at management rather than employee? The, so, Jay Frank the Tank, I have a very, very personal belief that you have to get to know your employees. Remember, you cannot have a blanket management style. Get to know your employees. Don't project yourself onto your employees. Get to know who they are. I have a guy at work. His name is uh, John, and John is 59 years old. But John, you wouldn't, you, you look at him, you think he was like 40. He does a great job of staying in shape. Now John is a rabble rouser. And for three years, I tried to treat this rabble rouser as if I was trying to suppress who he was. And what I found over the last six months in really getting to know John uh, is that he is he's just a person who wants to feel valued. Like he wants to be challenged, not like emotionally. He doesn't want to be challenged that way. He doesn't want to be challenged in like a combative way. He wants responsibility. But he doesn't want the like the responsibility. He just wants responsibility, and he wants to be acknowledged when he accepts that responsibility. And now that I realize that he is an asset to my crew, get to know your people. When you get to know your people, then you can you can maximize their skills. Uh, that is the 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 ultimate manager uh, makes it personal without losing the professional. And also, never stop communicating. You know, I can be critical of, of Mike Schild. But the one thing that he does better than maybe anybody that I've ever seen at a professional level is communicate. Never stop communicating. That stuff is super important. Uh, Do we do a winter warm-up on spring training or a spring training get-together? I would love to do a spring training get-together, but honestly, I am broke as fuck. Uh, I do a terrible job of saving money, and I don't think I'll be able to go to spring training this year. So winter warm-up makes more sense, and it seems like more people come to St. Louis for that. Sweaty Teddy says, my neighbor is banging on his garage cans. Uh, maybe he must be an Astro fan. He must be trying to tell you what the next thing I'm going to say is. Winter warm-up meetup from a WC Lee tw- 2011 or 2001. Yeah, I'm about it. Sue Styles, I love you more, buddy. Tommy 2, Mets fan here. Any hope for Michael Waka? So, Tommy 2, let me tell you. The only thing that you really have to worry about is the health of Michael Waka's arm. Everyone in St. Louis loves Michael Waka. He won't throw. Now, I, this all comes down to the catcher, of course. But if he's throwing his curveball somewhat consistently, then you're in good shape. Uh, he has a very, very above average changeup. Now, the other thing you'll know about his arm is his velocity. If his velocity is higher than 96, then that means that he is, he's throwing like his arm feels good. Uh, if it's lower than 96, 97, then you know his arm probably isn't feeling good. His changeup is a close to a plus pitch. If he's, you're, you're going to want your catchers to have him throw his curveball more frequently than what Yadier Molina and the catchers with the St. Louis Cardinals did. It's not a great pitch. You don't want him to throw it all the time, but you want him to throw it more frequently than he did as a Cardinal. There is definitely hope for Michael Wacca, and I will tell you that we love him as St. Louis Cardinal fans, and we want to see him succeed with the Mets. Like, we'll be rooting for him as a Met. Uh, There is definitely hope for Michael Walker, but he does have a scalpula injury, which is a shoulder issue. It's worth looking up because I'm not going to try to describe to you what a scalpula is because I'm an asshole and I'm an idiot and I'm not going to be able to do it justice. Uh, But you should look it up for sure. And uh, it's inherent and it's going to always be an obstacle for him. It's just a matter of how he's used. I, we're all hopeful that Michael Waka a year from now, ends up being uh, like a premier free agent. Uh, he has the ability, the fastball changeup combo is one of the probably one, honestly, it's probably one of the top 50 in baseball, one of the top 25 in baseball for being aggressive. Uh, it would do the Mets well to let him use his curveball a little bit more and be weary of his diminished velocity. That'll tell you all you need to know about him. But you guys got a good guy in the deal. No doubt about it. And he's a hard worker, and he's going to work his ass off to try to get that extra, uh, the bonus money in there. Uh, so good for you guys. Look, if you're going to take a flyer on a player, you take a flyer on a player like Michael Waka. Uh, thanks. First time watching, thanks for the mention from Sammy Helms. Sammy, look, the thing about Prospects After Dark is we are a fucking community. We're a strong community at that too, and we take great pride in incorporating everyone. I try my hardest not to blow over a... Uh, uh, any comment, unless that comment is has an at first, meaning it's addressed to someone else, and then it's none of my business, so I stay out of it. Uh, come on in, bud. The water, the water is sexy and sperm-filled, but you want the sperm on your face because it exfoliates. Uh, friggin' cards, love you, Kyle. The write-ups and podcasts are brilliant. Thanks for all that you do in the community. Hey, friggin' friggin' cards to you and your family. Uh, your family, my friend. Uh, without that, it never happened. So to you friggin' cards, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, 68 inches and, and ugly says, thoughts on walking to the Mets on a one-year deal? Well, I hope I answered that. I really like how the Mets structured it. I think a $3 million base salary with a bunch of incentives built in is the way to go, and I'm rooting for Michael Walker to do well. Uh, I, I have nothing but love for Michael Walker. Uh, uh, and we all should have love for Michael Walker. Uh, let's see. Jay Frank, the tank. You should be leading a company. I love what you're saying. Certainly what I've been trying to do from J Frank, the tank. Now, the other thing, Jay Frank, the tank, as I give you this advice, it should also come with the, uh, the, the caveat that you're not always going to be successful at it. And there's going to be times when you're super fucking frustrated at it. And no matter how hard you work to achieve that goal, you're never going to be able to, just remember, like when you're driving home from work, have a second to reflect on your day. Like think about what you were embarrassed by and don't run from what you were embarrassed by learn from it and make make it better. Look, there's nothing worse than being in a work environment that you hate. Nothing worse at all than being in a work environment that you hate. Your goal is to make it as lovable as possible for both yourself and your workers. Uh, Never put yourself before your workers either. Uh, put the work before everything. The job comes before everything, but you don't come before your workers. Uh, you'll do great, man. I've had conversations with you. I'm really impressed by you and uh, you'll do great. I have no doubt about it. And if you ever have any questions, you know that you can slide on into my DMs or you can tweet at me. Uh, I'm here for you, brother. We're, we're all here for you. This is how we do it. So what he, said, he says, as a manager, remember the power of thanking your associates. I thank my guys nonstop because I am truly, truly thankful. Uh, don't just thank your guys. They'll know that that's bullshit. Be thankful for it and then tell them you're thankful. The steps in the right direction. Hey, Shelton Mysterio. Holy fuck, where has Shelton Mysterio been? I love that Shelton Mysterio. My glass of four of roses, I raised a Shelton Mysterio. Thank you for retweeting, but also thank you for being here. Cardinals fan 022 says the fam trade was interesting. I'm happy for Tommy Pham that he is going to San Diego. That's a great spot for him. Uh, now, the, the, the park is tough, of course, but uh, I'm, I'm happy he's going to San Diego. I think it's a great town for him and awesome stuff, and I love I love it. I love it, and I hope, I hope he's successful, and I hope he continues to make money and earn contracts and somebody pays him a big fucking contract when he eventually becomes a free agent. I love Tommy Pham. Coach Housley says, now that everyone knows Gorman and Carlson, who is the next minor league man crush? Uh, First off, Lucas2024 says, Kyle to Lucas. Welcome to Prospects After Dark, my friend. You were another one of my favorites. Look, you were all my favorites. So I say that. It's just like me recycling the same stuff. But I see that he said it. So to you, Lucas. Again, our Four Roses yellow label, which is basically the drink of Prospects After Dark. Uh, Your question about Carlson, who's the next man crush? It is Ivan Herrera, the catching prospect, 19 years old. It's absolutely him. You're starting to see national writers write about him. Uh, he's he's the next hot prospect. Uh, no getting around that. From a pitching standpoint, I think Zach Thompson probably, if he stays healthy, I think Zach Thompson and Ivan Herrera are where the smart money is. Now, if you want deep sleepers, don't expect if, you know, in a year from now, we're talking about uh, the year that Luke and Baker had in the Texas League where he absolutely tore it apart and – Angel Rondon should have got a September call up, but didn't. And remember one of the things about the 26 man roster now throughout the season is that the, each team is only allowed to add two arms uh, through September or two people through September. So that changes the dichotomy of bringing people up in September. Uh, Another one of those funny fucked rules where baseball thinks it's going to speed up um, uh, uh, pace of play. And it really isn't. We all know that, but major league baseball thinks it's going to speed up pace of play. Uh, uh, But so, I think we're going to be talking about Angel Rondon and Lucan Baker as like the deep sleepers. But this time next year, we're going to say, man, Zach Thomas wins his major league debut. Is it going to be in 2021? Uh, does Ivan Herrera have a chance to back up uh, Yadier Molina in 2021? I think those are the most likely candidates. 68 inches and ugly says Montero, Adolus, and Woodford for Arenado. Hold on, I dropped the, oh, fuck. Drop the pen again, fam. I don't think that's enough to get Arenado even at his expensive rate but i think the issue there is while that's a trade that i would make i don't think it's a trade the cardinals would make because they're not unloading any contract again the cardinals have a payroll for 2020 at one a payroll at, for 2020 at 160 ish if you add 35 million dollars onto that you're talking about 195 and i can't imagine a world in which the cardinals feel comfortable about a 195 payroll Oh, I got a thing about first super hard to guff sports. To guff sports, I don't have the slightest idea what a super hard is. Uh, You know, I've got this fancy 15-year McKellen. I feel like to both you and Jeff Niehaus, specifically Jeff Niehaus, but also you to a lesser degree, I'll raise my glass because I think it means something, but I don't know because I don't have the slightest fucking idea what any of this means. I just realized that our last cheers tonight is going to be with a 15-year McKellen. And boy, 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 do I feel fucking, I'm really excited about this. Uh, Team SCL says, Waka has shown he has no command of his off-speed pitches and won't be good until he does. And yeah, I think that that's definitely the pessimistic outlook of it. But I also feel like that is also, uh, uh, well, it's a pessimistic outlook is what it is because we've seen Michael Waka be really fucking good with all of his stuff. And he definitely leaves too much shit over the middle of the plate. No doubt about that. I agree with you. But I also think that he'll be able to get away with leaving some of that stuff off the middle of the plate if he isn't so heavy with the fastball changeup and if he continues to incorporate his curve. Uh, uh, Not to like a, I don't want him to throw his curve 50% of the time. I want him to throw it like 20% of the time in some starts, depending on who he's going up against, 10 other times. Like, I just think that there's a reason to think that with a little bit of extra usage of that curveball, he's been successful because that's what the track record tells us. Uh, J Frank, the tank says, I, I'm a head out and go cry. Love you all. But seriously, I really appreciate everything. Gotta go. Jay Frank, the tank to you, brother. Thank you for being in here. Keep up your good work. Uh, ignore what baseball reference says, uh, to you. I raise my glass. And again, Shelton Mysterio to you too. Boy, I'm going to be fucked up. Jesus. Uh, Victoria is great too. Uh, and thank you to Matthew Trueblood for retweeting. Uh, uh, Dark Vanilla. Oh, boy. Dark Vanilla. Tell me more. Uh, do you think Mad Bum would be great? And if yes, how much would you offer him? Uh, I think Mad Bum. Look, I don't know what to think about Madison Bumgarner. It's always tough with pitchers. If you're not watching the pitcher on a daily basis, the stats are super misleading. Uh, I think that I would love for Madison Bumgarner to be a St. Louis Cardinal. Just from a fan standpoint, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I believe, I have a firm belief, as just an analyst That, uh, uh, an analyst, that, oh boy, I'm drunk. Boy, what a disaster. As an analyst, uh, clean it up, asshole. Um, I think as an analyst, he's probably priced himself out of the St. Louis Cardinals price range. Can he be great? I think he has the potential to be pretty damn good for a couple of years. I don't know for five years. I think that you're tempting fates at that point. But I think he can be good for two years, three years, maybe four years. And I think after that, it gets a little rough. Uh, but I, if I'm them, I offer him... If I'm them, I offer him four years, uh, I offer him three years at like 70 mil with a fourth year option that vests at another 25 mil. And uh, uh, they'll leave it at that. But he's not going to take that because somebody's going to give him 5100 guaranteed. Happy Padiversary to Lucas K. Lucas K, uh, happy Padiversary to you too, Bay, And I wish you nothing but the best. Same to you, Sheldon Mysterio. Congratulations on two years of Pad to you too. You've been a, both of you guys, all of you people have been pad people since almost the near beginning. Thank you for being a part of it. David Poe, and then a bunch of numbers says, any serious trade possibilities on the horizon that were sparked at meetings for the Reds? Well, if you were to believe all the, like, all the noise coming out of us, uh, 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 what's going on at the winter meetings, then you would think that there's truth behind David Price. You would think that there's truth behind a left handed bat, although it was reported today that the Cardinals have kind of put that on the side burner, which tells you after Nomar Mazzara being traded, that they were on to Nomar Mazzara. Um, uh, Yeah, I I would think that starting pitching, maybe something like that. David Price, maybe Nolan Arenado, depending on what kind of money Colorado and – well, the Red Sox in Colorado are willing to take respectively, take on respectively, keep respectively. Uh, Maybe that kind of stuff could actually happen, but I don't think it's likely. Um, Other than that, like I haven't heard any chatter – I will maintain that, again, the Cardinals have a very, very uh, amazing ability to trade Patrick Wisdom for Drew Robinson. I think that's the kind of, like, the most likely thing to happen. Uh, uh, sign a relief pitcher or a, a swing pitcher like Tyson Ross uh, if he's healthy. You know, someone like that. I'm don't think i not saying Tyson Ross exactly. I'm just saying someone like that. I think that's the most likely thing to happen. Uh, and that's the Cardinals track record. So that's where I'm at. Uh, Rick Porcello interest. I'm not interested in Rick Por- Porcello at all. I saw, I saw somebody say something like he had a three-year contract on the table. That sounds fucking nuts to me. Uh, 68 Inches and Ugly says $165 million payroll seems low. What's the base on? Why can't they keep up with the Yankees? Well, the difference is the amount of money they're getting in. Like I know that we as Cardinal fans know that the Cardinals have a huge fan base that completely takes up the central southern part of the United States. Uh, we know that they, they have a bunch of profits. But I think that the Cardinals restrict themselves to 170-ish and 180 at the, the utmost. And I think that that's what stops them. Uh, why can't they? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I will tell you that I've heard Builder with the third say on two different occasions that it is hard to make money in this business. I don't know what that means. It sounds crazy to me. It sounds crazy to Cardinal fans. It sounds crazy to baseball fans. But they maintain that it's hard to make money in this business. I, you, I, I'll ask for a clarification the next time I'm in a room and I can, I can actually ask it. Uh, but that's how they feel. And that's why it's hard for, to project them to go above the 170-180 threshold. Uh, uh, and to, to your question, why can't they keep up with the Yankees? Because they decide not to based on profit margins is my guess. But it's a guess. And that's the most important part of anything I said is that it's a guess. Coach Housley says, Mad bum attitude reminds me of a Chris Carpenter that works out. Yeah, and he also rakes too. Victoria says, that was just what I needed to hear today. Thank you, Kyle. Victoria, thank you. You're incredible. You're a great pad person to you. Andrew Scott says, happy pad Uh Thanks for everything you do. Love your work. Uh, Andrew Scott, to you, happy again. Uh again. Uh, you're a pad person. So welcome uh, and happy anniversary. Didi Interest, Didi uh, went to the Philadelphia Phillies today on a one-year contract. So, uh, pointless. They don't need a left-handed bat from Shelton Mysterio. I agree with you. Focusing on a left-handed bat is the weirdest thing to me. Uh, What do you think it would take to get a Gallo from the Rangers? It would take a lot. I think you're talking about three of your top five prospects in addition to additional prospects after that. Uh, You're talking about three years of control, at least two years of those that are more than reasonable. And I can't imagine for the life of me, especially because of how cheap he is, why in the world the Rangers would trade it when they can trade other options? Uh, especially since he got hurt at the end of the year, and I don't think that you would get, like, his full value for him. Team STL says, Rendon to the Angels, eight years, $308 million. Uh, I, I don't know if that's done or not. It means he's full of shit. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Rangers, uh, Rangers bowed out. Rendon signed with the Angels, seven years, two forty five. million. Uh, no one seems to know card spend 500 million for carpenter gym 500 for carps gym member membership from gmanz860 uh eight, eight. i i don't even know what that fucking handle is uh eric's lc says it's done 7245 uh cards gifts you were giving me the information i don't want to report it yet as if i'm some type of reporter uh cards gifts slide into my dms and tell me what's going on i don't have the slightest idea uh, what I know is it's, uh, okay. Source confirms Rendon and angels an agreement on seven year, 20, 245 million dollar contract. Well, good for the angels. Good for, uh, Anthony Rendon. And I hope that this puts the angels on a trajectory to a world series. I hope that teams that spend money do well. And here's the hoping Mike Trout ends up being better than he is somehow. uh, 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 uh yeah, Mike, I would imagine Mike Trout is happy for sure. Uh, Mike charts to the playoffs. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Remember, the weakness on the Angels is pitching. Even with the addition of Dylan Bundy, they need to get more pitching. I love that the offense is better, but they need more pitching. Josh says, now the Angels need to get Stamen and Keichel. I agree. Matt Thompson from Prospects Live. Again, Matt does amazing work at Prospects Live. Prospects Live is the place to go with all baseball prospect talk. Uh, check out Matt Thompson. I love him. What's up? Cardinals will never, ever pay for an elite talent. No, you're right. Uh, They'll they'll dabble. They'll put their their toes in the water like they did with David Price and other players. Uh, But they'll never, ever outbid anyone for anybody. That is an absolute fact. Uh, Unless their payroll gets down super low where they feel like they can outbid people. They wouldn't have outbid anyone for Paul Goldschmidt. And they overpaid for Paul Goldschmidt to keep him, which is crazy. Uh, But yeah, check out Prospects Live. I love that. Edwin Pavizic says, do they have any assets to trade for an ace? It depends on what your value is or what, how you define an ace. An ace is an arbitrary term. Uh, they have assets to trade for an ace. They're not going to trade for an ace. Uh, no doubt about that. 68 inches and ugly thoughts on possibly trading Chris Bryant and letting Rizzo walk in two years. I'm happy about it as a Cardinal fan. Shelton Mysterio says, I think the Angels will trade Kluber. Shelton Mysterio says, I think the Angels will trade for Kluber. I want the Angels to keep going. They need pitching. No doubt about it. and uh, Kluber's a step in the right direction. Anyone else want to see Chris Bryan in a Rays jersey? Oh, that'd be great. You know, Chris Bryan, it'd be fun to see him in a Padres jersey. I know that they can't, like, it's hard for them, but, like, Chris Bryan in a Padres jersey, I want to see the Padres continue to accumulate talent and make a playoff push. Uh, Brian J. Kyle just DM'd you to the path to get to the price deal, at least monetary wise. Awesome. All right, so here's where we're at. We are an hour and 40 ish minutes into Prospects After Dark. I have two more shots of the McCallan 15. Triple Cast Matured from Ryan Sports, uh, who is an amazing human being who I feel privileged to be uh, in contact with and to have met. Uh, To the first cheers goes to my Prospects After Dark family, my pad people. Uh, Happy anniversary, happy birthday to you. Prospects After Dark is nothing if not a community effort. And you are are the community that makes Prospects After Dark a real thing. I'm just an asshole talking into a camera, uh, which is clear and evident. Uh, You are Prospects After Dark. To, to you, I raise my glass, you pad people. Uh, uh, this is your second birthday. This is your second anniversary. I raise my glass to you. Hold on, I'm doing something. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Happy birthday to you! To Prospects After Dark, motherfuckers! We raise our glass! Happy second anniversary of Prospects After Dark. You guys are amazing, thank you so much. (laughs) I'm gonna be fucked up, God. Uh, Padres are going to be good. Brian needs to go to Rotten Purgatory. I I like, look, I like Chris Bryant. I think this should be the Anthony Rendon episode. No, this is the two-year anniversary. You are still going amazing. Um, C70, I'm glad you could be here to see me rub my nipples. Uh, The Last Jedi was still a bad movie. No, it wasn't. I think it's a B minus C plus. Uh, Gus Sports says I'm strategizing my 2022, 2020. Let me start over. Gus Sports says I'm strategizing my 2020 Bombs Away season advice uh good luck is my advice I've got nothing else to say Adam and Greg says cheers to you Kyle raising the glass for Mr. Avocado Matthew Trueblood with the cheers uh Trottingham with the, the weird faces uh David Poe says cheers 68 inches and ugly says odds of Cardinals being back with Ozuna is zero percent Whitewater Attorney says such a sexy voice what a disaster I feel uncomfortable that pretty well sums it up Andrew Scott says lol I need the clip forever uh, uh, Raymond Herring, hey Ray, what's up? Uh, should we thank the White Sox for taking Mazera off the table? I wouldn't say that, especially with like the cost of it. Uh, but I will say that I, I I'm glad that uh, there's a chance that he wasn't going to be an everyday starter. Um, a la Moses, April and uh, Charlie says, damn Kyle, hope you don't have to work tomorrow. Happy pat anniversary. Look, I'll get on my uh, exercise bike here in a little bit and I'll work it off. Shine those dinner plates, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Jimmy Fleming from Jimmy Fleming says. Gift's already working on that HBD clip. Uh, so, naturally, our last cheers of the night uh, go to my birds on the Black Brethren. Uh, look, Stu Styles does the game recaps in season. I love Stu Styles. He and Nicholas Childress combined for that. Uh, Nick does some amazing, amazing work. And I got to meet Nick and Stu, and they're both amazing, like super sweet, super awesome guys. Uh, Dennis... Who I don't know the fuck what his last name is. He was in here a little while ago. I love Dennis. I mean that. I said some very, very complimentary things about him earlier and I meant every word of it and I feel confident and great saying those things. Last night on Chirps, I got to sub in for Alex Chris uh with Tara Wellman. And Tara is as charming as they come. She's wonderful. She's lovely and talented and uh, uh, a part of Birds on the Black. And she's making an amazing she's putting together an amazing series about. Uh, minor leaguer, minor league owners and GMs and their perspective on the minor league uh, uh, contraction thing that you need to check out without a doubt. Uh, it, it's amazing. Alex Crisofoli, I will maintain until the day that I die, is my favorite writer at Birds on the Black. Uh, he's talented. He has a Jason Stark quality about him that I didn't realize until earlier today. Uh, I love... I love Alex. Cards Cards, who is a polarizing figure who I equal parts love and hate, is doing an amazing... Expose into the history of both baseball, but more so the St. Louis Cardinals called Card Annals. You're going to want to check that out. His debut of it, his rolling out of it was wonderful and amazing. And uh, better than anything I've ever done, without a doubt. And I I love being able to say that I'm associated with Cardinals. Cards, cards, Bruno. Uh, He's an amazing guy. He really is. We all have fucked up things about ourselves, but, you know, you work through it. Uh uh and uh Zach Gifford who does some stuff here and there. I love Zach, great dude. STL Cup of Joe who started this fucking thing with us. Uh, I love STL Cup of Joe. Uh you guys don't know how awesome that dude is. You don't know how awesome that dude is. But more importantly, as we start our second year of Prospects After Dark, uh I feel like I should sit here. I, I feel like I should change the camera angle. Yeah, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna, do. we're gonna go over here. And we're going to do, we're going to kick that over here. Oh, oh, wait, can't have any of that. Uh, and we're going to say, we're going to move the light there. And we're going to sit in this chair, which is the chair uh, adjacent to me. And we're going to put that, Oh no, can't have any of that. Can't have any of that. That's Spoiler alert. Uh, as we get to the 3035. Anyways, this isn't the exact camera angle that we did the first Prospects After Dark. But I'm going to say, oh, boy. Oh, boy, what a bad idea this is. Uh, boss, man, Cardinal's gift, you owe me. I, uh, this is such a bad idea. And uh, hopefully this goes so bad that we never have to do it again. Because, uh, I got to tell you, this is a bad idea an absolutely terrible idea, but you know what? We've had some great questions from an amazing, uh, emotionally wonderful and gratifying community. And I can't tell each and every one of you how thankful I am to have you as a part of my life, even from millions and hundreds and thousands of miles away. Not millions, obviously, but hundreds and hundreds of miles away that uh, you make this worth doing it. And to Cardinal's Gifts, thank you for urging me to do this as we celebrate our second birthday together. On Black Friday, would have been 2017, 17, 18, 19, and 2017... You started something amazing, my friend. And uh, to the however many people who are in here, thank you. Just thank you for coming a part of this, for coming along with us and being a part of this. Uh, thank you to the people who are listening on the podcast. I don't think anyone can ever comprehend the important role that Cardinals Gift has played in my life. And uh, I don't think anyone could will be ever. I, I will never be able to explain, and you'll never be able to comprehend the important role that all of you have played. In my, in my life. And uh, so, to all of my people of Prospects After Dark, all of my Birds on the Black people, uh, specifically Cardinal's Gifts, but not limited to Nicholas Childress and Cars Cards and Zach and Joe and Stu and Adam Van Grack and Rachel Wren and uh, Josh at Home and uh, uh, Dennis and Chuck Brownson and all of the amazing Tara and Alex and all of these amazing people that I don't deserve to be a a part of this with as we sit here. Uh, and again, I think that it was actually closer to this. I think that we did some of this, uh, and again, this means nothing to the people on the podcast, uh, but uh, people who are listening on the podcast, but just thank you so much to everyone for making two years of prospect after dark, a real thing worth doing that continues to excite me. And I hope continues to excite you, uh, to you, I raise my glass along with my birds on the black brethren and 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 sisterin. Uh, don't know if that's a word, but to, the, to to the amazing community that we've been able to develop and create through prospects after dark, I raise my glass. I am forever in, in your debt. I am forever grateful. Uh, you cannot imagine how miserable I was when you came into my life, and uh, just thank you. Thank you. Bad news, guys. Let's start the terrible twos. What do you say? Uh, for everybody at Prospects After Dark, if you listen to this, if you are watching this, you are part of the Reese's existence. Uh, a special shout out to old man Reese tonight. I love that man with all my heart. He's my father. Uh, to old woman Reese, to my brother Michael, my brother Scott, my brother Jim, my cousin Charlie. Charlie, you're an amazing human being. Uh, you and April deserve nothing but the most happiness. Uh, uh, and I can't express that enough. Uh, For everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, the resistance is as strong as it's ever been. Family. Happy motherfucking hunting.